Good morning, Big Brother fans. It is Saturday, August 27th, and I am on my way to a cross-country meet, something I do, or I I have done, uh, for all these many years during the fall, Um, and I am alone today, so I thought I would record a car cast. Um, This one may end up being a bit rambly more than usual. How's that? And uh, we're going to cover some things, but I don't have any written down notes. And so I am sure to get sidetracked and go down a few rabbit holes. So let's get to the meat of it. What is going on? And then I will go back and uh, pull things apart for those of you that want, want more detail. The simple answer is, I don't even remember what I said yesterday when I was going to lunch. Um, And that's the last time I talked to you guys. But uh, Turner did nominate Taylor and Brittany. Um, his actual target is Michael. They, the uh, Turner and Kyle are kind of the core of this group from the outside. It's Turner and Michael, the former leftovers, because the leftovers are done now. Um, the former leftovers are kind of the core. They have Alyssa and Terrence, but Turner is, doesn't have a whole lot of faith in, in Alyssa and Terrence as, as competitors, understandably. And so I would look at Turner and uh, Kyle and, to a certain extent, Monty, actually, as the remainders of the Pound Alliance kind of uh, steering things. Uh, the three of them are the three that had the big, long conversation yesterday and that is where it was indeed decided. This is what we're doing. We are um, we're going to go after uh, Michael and Brittany. And Taylor is kind of the side. Well, she's the third of the four that were left inside besides Monty. So uh, Monty was totally chucking the three of them under the bus, saying that it was all them, all them. Of course, I was agreeing, but I really wasn't. You know, kind of thing. Same kind of stuff that the guys are saying about the outside. Look, it was everybody else. I was agreeing, but, you know, so it was all Joseph. Oh, Joseph has gotten so, so far. He is, you look under the bus, you might not be able to see him because he's so far back there. He, his name has been besmirched and tarnished. And now look, the problem is because part of Turner's speech to nominate Brittany and Taylor involves saying that uh, Joseph revealed he had a final three alliance with Taylor and Brittany. Now, I, I'll have to be honest here. I haven't watched the feeds. I, I Scott actually tweeted at me with an exact time and a day outside the house where Joseph did indeed do this. He did say this stuff. But why would Joseph do that? Well, remember... Joseph had almost pretty much accepted his fate, but he was still grasping at straws. And as a part of grasping at straws, he was trying to prove to them that if he got back in the house, he would work against everybody that was still in the house. He was going to be Team Turner and Terrence and Alyssa. And since they already knew about the leftovers, Joseph was just spilling the beans and saying, well, there's this and there's this and there's this. And oh, when... Taylor and I were chained together. We talked about a final four with Brittany and Michael. And then when I was talking to Taylor when we were chained together, I said, you know, 
of the four of us, Michael's the biggest competitor. So when it gets down to the four of us, he's going to be really tough to beat, which was an implied reference to maybe we should get rid of Michael and thus we'll have a final three alliance. You know, take it from our four to a three. Joseph did indeed say stuff to that effect. Now, he was saying it as a way to try to save his butt to get out, but Turner twisted it to imply that he was saying it um, as a way just to plot against the inside people. It's, it's just a subtle difference, but it's just enough. It's, it's like, oh, you mean Turner, Taylor already, or sorry, Joseph already knew he was going, and he was trying to save his butt to get back into the house, where he probably would have undone all of the things, or, you know, said, well, guys, I had to do a lot of damage control just to get back in here, and now that I'm back in here, now a lot of things have been exposed. <coughs> the thing is, pardon me, you know, that's kind of what Kyle did. Kyle kind of blew everything up to save his butt to get back into the house. It just happened to work for him because he did it before Joseph did, right? Um, but the fandom likes uh, Joseph more than Kyle for various reasons, some of which are kind of legit, like Joseph is was a much more, um, and I'm going to say this term not in a negative way, but a much more politically correct player. Kyle has been politically incorrect, socially awkward, and all kinds of stupid things that he is going to get hammered for once he's outside of the house. So I'm not defending Kyle for that part of his game. I'm, def- I'm just saying Kyle managed to do the bad things first. Now, would Joseph have done them if Kyle hadn't? Mm, probably not. But Joseph's back was against the wall. All right, so Joseph threw out all this information that is now being used against him uh, with a slightly different, again, a slightly different twist, a slightly different angle. By the way, this just popped into my head too. This is why I love Big Brother. Um, not all this, you know, this the negative side of it, but this is why I love Big Brother. Watching the social interactions, watching how people react and what they do, um, what they say, um, it's just pretty damn wild. It, it, it's it's it is a it is a social psychological experiment, watching this stuff go down, and um, I that's that's why I enjoy it. I'm not. That's why I don't try to have a particular person that I'm a fan of or a rooting against. I just like to watch the interactions and analyze what the hell they decided to do and when they decided to do it and how they did it and how they maneuvered and manipulated. I mean, you know, people. That, that are like hardcore fans. Some people are like, oh, Big Brother 16 was a total bore. Man, that was a textbook case of watching Derek just maneuver and manipulate and get people to do what he wanted them to do by making them think they're the ones that decided to do it. I can remember, and I, here I go down these rabbit holes, watching Derek have a conversation with um, Caleb where Caleb didn't want to do something. I don't even remember what it was. It was about a nomination, I think. And Derek managed to, in a conversation, get Caleb to decide that he wanted to do the thing that he didn't want to do at the start of the conversation. So it wasn't Derek's idea. It ended up being Caleb's idea, and I'm putting up air quotes here. That is the kind of stuff that just... I, I, that's why. I, what's why I like Big Brother. I, I don't. I don't. That's why I don't care about rooting for people. I'm more about watching the social interaction and fair what's going on because I just know that if you have too too big of a favorite, you're going to get disappointed and it's going to be a you know it's just going to bust your hopes and dreams. 
So people have asked me before, how can you watch this show without having a favorite? It's like, well, I kind of do, but I know that it's not going to end up that way probably. If it does, it is just icing on the cake. Like, oh, wow, they actually, you know, did it actually worked out that way. Yay. But most seasons, oh, no. Most seasons, no way does the person I'm rooting for, um, you know, deep down win. Um, all right. So way off the rails talking about why... You know, the things that Joseph did to try to save himself and how they're now being used against him in the house. Now, what sucks for this, the, the real-life suck suckiness of all this is that it's really making Joseph look kind of bad, and mentally, it's probably kind of crushing Taylor a little... Uh, I say a little bit. It's probably crushing Taylor because she thought, well, I thought we had something here, whether there's... By the way... All right, here we're going to go down another rabbit hole, but let me finish this thought. So Taylor is possibly thinking, I, I thought about maybe having a relationship with this guy and look how he treated me, okay? Now, put, look at Alyssa. Alyssa's like in a relationship with Kyle, with Kyle and she found out that he was lying behind her back too and she's kind of maneuvered through that. But I bet you money that in the back of her brain, um, she's still thinking, wow, but he still lied to me. And so when they're outside the house, at what point will she say if they're in a relationship? Yeah, how do I know Kyle's not lying to me? He he fooled me good in the house. How could how, maybe he could fool me real good outside the house? So tuck that one away. Let's go back talking about Joseph and um, Taylor. So Michael said something yesterday that I heard that kind of I kind of thought, ooh, I want to talk about this. So yesterday, Michael. Now again, take these things with a grain of salt, sort of thing, but just kind of hmm, that's interesting. Michael was talking about Joseph, and he said, you know, Joseph did not flirt with Taylor until after Taylor said one time, and I think he said back in the bathroom or so, he said that we were talking, and this may be on on cam and it may not be on cam, but Michael said, Taylor said she misses flirting with people, and as soon as she said that, Joseph started flirting with her. Now, that's Michael's take on it. But Michael is a pretty astute uh, observer. And so it's possible that that's exactly how it went down. Um, that, that Joseph did decide to start actively flirting with Taylor when he realized that that's what she wanted. She wanted someone to flirt with her. And she, by the way, and you know, as much as Taylor is well-loved and everything, and I'm not knocking Taylor, she's not above and beyond, you know, She's not some vestal virgin, you know, just a pure person, pure, you know, it's, it's, she's, she talks about, you know, things. She was crushing on Daniel and then she said she liked older men. People have, you know, have you, have you maybe forgotten that way early on people were like among the, among the many reasons Daniel was being crucified. One was because he was saying that Daniel or that uh, Taylor was being creepy and following him around. And people just were blaming it on Daniel. And then, lo and behold, um, Taylor admits that she has a crush on Daniel. So, you know, it's like, oh, okay. And and she had said she likes a little bit. So I'm not, I don't, in the end, I don't care. But it's just kind of like that, you know, wow, oh, that's interesting. That little that little angle of it. Like, oh, nobody's perfect in that house. Um, and there are definitely people that have bigger issues than, than others kind of a thing. So, so Taylor is awesome. Taylor is well-spoken. Taylor, um, her, her being in the, in, and I'm not sure it is not, I'm sure it is not just having been involved with pageants, but they definitely does teach you 
um, how to interact with people, how to, you know, how to, how to navigate social circles and stuff. I, I have, you know, those of you that know me and have known me for a long time know that one of my, um, one of my sons, um, was a state officer, uh, for a couple of different organizations and that process and going through that and, and, and that just taught him so much on how to interact with people and how to do things. And it is just, uh, um, you know, it's so I think Taylor in some ways that's, that's part of her, her, her upbringing, the way that she's learned, that's how she's come to be so good at, uh, being so well-spoken, being able to maneuver, but she's still, you know, behind all that, she's still a person who has urges, feelings, thoughts, and she's not afraid to express those in the house with her friends. So, all right, I've, I've gone, let me start climbing my way out of these rabbit holes. Uh, my point was, it's interesting to uh, look at that relationship between Joseph and Taylor. Um, I, I still don't know if they're legitimately interested in each other. Uh, they certainly may go out once they're outside of the house. They may, at the very least, I am sure they will date to some extent, at least, you know, some fun dates, some interesting dates. Will they be a full-fledged relationship? I have no clue. Don't have the slightest idea. Um, if they do, great. If they don't, hey, that's good too. That, or that's cool too. Um, okay. So there's one of my little, or I've gone down a couple of different areas. I have one more thought that I want to expound on a little bit before I try to wrap things up here. <clears throat> and understanding, I haven't said half of it. Yesterday had so much going on. Um, I mean, they got everybody, let me say this a little bit. They got everybody together as far as they brought Terrence into the, they, they, they made Monty think they were bringing Terrence and Alyssa into the mix, even though Alyssa and Terrence were already in the mix before Monty, right? But now it's the four outsiders plus Monty are kind of an alliance. Um, but in the, in the, in the reality, it really probably is in some ways, Monty Turner and, uh, Kyle at the core with Terrence and, um, Alyssa as add-ons. But in reality, Terrence and, and Alyssa think that they were in the group they're more solid in the group than, than Monty is. Okay. Does that make sense? There's a lot of double talk going on here. And oh, one more note. <laughs> I keep saying that. I know Brittany totally spilled the, uh, the leftover lines to Alyssa. So she now knows about it through a couple of different sources. And Alyssa told everybody that, Oh, by the way, Brittany told me all about the leftover lines. So that's why I say the leftover lines is done. Uh, but Brittany hasn't told Michael that she told Alyssa about the leftover alliance. Brittany uh, has definitely uh, shown her cards now more with other people uh, outside of Michael. She's, she's willing to kind of go outside of that closeness with Michael. And Brittany also really ripped into Taylor. Um, I think because she feels like Taylor beat Taylor's it's Taylor's fault her closeness with Joseph is the reason that she's nominated which in some in some ways it is but of course they don't realize that the, the main target right now is actually Michael um, Brittany doesn't know that and you never know until it happens um, there's only eight people playing eight people left in the house uh, so six will play in the power of veto which will be held at some point today I don't know if I'll do another car cast before then or today I'm not sure probably not so we won't know about the power. You won't know about the power video if you only listen to me until tomorrow, assuming I do one tomorrow. If not, then Monday. Um, but they are the 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 uh, Joseph and uh, not Joseph Turner and Kyle 
and Monty are hopeful that Michael doesn't get the chance to play in the power veto. Who knows? All right, what else? I gotta. I really need to wrap this up now. I've been going for quite a while, and I still have this one other thought, which is about Turner. Now, this one doesn't have a real answer. It's just me thinking out loud. I did get a partial answer from somebody, um, at least what they think happened, and, and I'll kind of go with that. But it kind of it puts a bit of a hole in this theory. So my theory was, you know, some people are like, why is Turner going against? the inside house folks and, and sticking with Kyle, um, especially after Kyle kind of totally outed the leftover Alliance. And, um, the, the, my, my, the thought came to me of, Hey, um, when did Turner know that Kyle outed the leftover Alliance? And so understand, remember, um, We know that Kyle went to Terrence before nominations even happened and out of the leftover alliance. And then Turner and and, uh, Joseph were completely blindsided by Terrence nominating. Terrence did not say because Kyle told me about leftover alliance. He just said, I have my suspicions, all right? And then we had uh, Friday and Saturday morning was the Power Veto competition. In the Power Veto competition was won by Kyle. I'm sorry, it it was won by Terrence. And then we had another day, and then Terrence used the power veto and put Kyle up. Now, I'm trying to figure out at what point was the leftover... And the problem is the feeds were down a lot, right? So at what point was it revealed to Turner and Joseph that... Kyle outed the leftover alliance because to me if Turner right now today thinks that Kyle outed the leftover alliance only after he was on the block then Turner would not be as upset with Kyle because hey in his mind you know at this point desperate times call for desperate measures and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get back in the house right but if Turner knows that Kyle actually outed the alliance, the leftover alliance, and, and that's what resulted in Turner getting nominated, because that is, I'd be a bit surprised. I would be a bit surprised that Turner would show loyalty to Kyle for being willing to give up the leftover alliance because the reason he did it was to save Alyssa, right? That's the real reason he did it. But Turner may think he did it just to save himself. And I don't know which it is. Someone told me that they're pretty sure that Tyler, that, that, that Turner found out about uh, Kyle outing the leftover alliance after power after the power veto, but before the power veto meeting. I don't know if that's true or not. If that is true, then it's a little bit like, well, is he? You know, he ended up on the block after that, so it didn't help him. I don't know. I just find it interesting. I'm trying to get inside of Turner's brain and figure out his motivation because if I were Turner and I knew that Kyle had thrown me under the bus, my alliance under the bus, to save his girlfriend, I'd be a bit annoyed. More than annoyed, I'd be really ticked off and mad 
and I wouldn't walk back into that house. And and that's I don't th- I don't know if I would be willing to to stick my neck out for Kyle and um, defend him. Now, the reason that I came up with this or kind of started wondering about this was because of a conversation that happened at eleven thirty a.m. yesterday in the head of household room. I remember this time. It was 1130. It was 1128. One of those two times in the head of household room um, where Kyle and Turner were alone after they had met with Monty and decided to go after uh, Michael. Um, and they they were doing a wrap-up session and they were talking about, we need to let Monty know that, that, that the leftover alliance was revealed. And Kyle was saying, I need to I need to explain to him that that I'm the one that did it, that I'm the one that out of the leftover alliance, and the reason that I did it was because you know I was trying to save myself. Um, and Turner said something, and this is the problem: I can't, for the life of me, I can't tell if Turner said, "Or you don't have to; it doesn't matter to me," or if Turner said, "Or you can blame me; it doesn't matter to me," or if Turner said. Or you can blame Joseph. It doesn't matter to me. Right? Those are three different ways to, to, to explain that to Monty. Um, and I don't think Turner said, or you can blame me. But I was pretty sure for a second, I was thinking, wow, Turner just said, or you can blame Joseph for outing the leftover lions, which is kind of what they've done. They have kind of, the, 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 the narrative they're telling now for, for the people that are inside the house, or for, for Monty, is... Um, Joseph's the one that revealed the leftover alliance, not Kyle. So yeah, Joseph's got to be feeling a lot of, if he could read what was going on, if he knew what's being said about him. Now, what's going to be interesting is, is the retells when the people end up in jury and said, yeah, I heard you out of the leftover alliance. What? No, I didn't. It was Kyle. Wait, what? That's, that's going to be the next retell which we won't get to see probably because they won't have enough time to show us that kind of stuff and we're the only ones that care about it. But yeah, think about all that. There's just a lot that this, since Thursday, so much has gone on. So much just in the way things, oh my gosh. It is just, oh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And now, granted, there's people that are fans of, um, that are that are rooting for we're rooting for Joseph, are rooting for Taylor, rooting for Brittany, rooting for, and then they're probably going, like, I don't care, it's not, nothing, nothing's going right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, nothing's going right for you. But from for me, who I really don't care which way it falls out, this has like been fascinating and interesting, and and just so much. So with that, everybody, I'm going to sign off because I am approaching uh, my destination. You've managed to keep me company on my total drive to my. Uh, second cross-country meet of the season. Uh, for, again, for those of you that know, um, my one of my sons is a uh, cross-country coach. I should say was the cross-country coach. He actually is no longer the head cross-country coach. Uh, he has um, stepped down with that position, but he's still going to the meets, and I'm still going to go to the meets this year at least uh, because he has accepted a head basketball position, and that... Uh, is much more um, takes a lot more time uh, than being an assistant basketball coach, which is what he was. Now he is the head basketball coach for this high school, and uh, that will suck up his time. And so he is going to meets and stuff, but he's not doing as much stuff in the background. And so he couldn't be the head coach anymore. He just didn't feel it was right to the kids. So I'm still going to root him on. But that's that's a little tiny personal update for those of you that know 
have been with me for years and have heard me talk about going to cross-country meets and things like that. So that's what's up, guys. Thanks for being supporters. Thanks for listening. And uh, again, any of you that are new, welcome to my rambling world of talking about Big Brother. Um, Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm now trying to navigate driving to getting the last little steps of getting this high school. So I need to just shut this off and, and get on with the rest of my day. And you get on there with the rest of your day, too. We'll see what happens here um, once the uh, power veto competition happens. We'll see if uh, Michael gets selected. Who knows? I may record another one of these uh, after the meet if things have happened that are worth talking about. Otherwise, I'll talk to you either tomorrow or Monday. Be well, everybody. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.